You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Tuesday, January the 17th, 2023. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. In the Hebron area, a Palestinian gunman opened fire on reserve IDF soldiers at a checkpoint at Halhul Junction. The soldiers returned fire and killed him. There were no Israeli casualties. A Khan reporter says the security establishment is looking into whether the assailant is the same gunman who opened fire earlier this week on an Israeli bus in the area, causing damage. Earlier this morning, rocks were thrown at a bus south of Hebron. There were no injuries. Last night, shots were fired at the settlement of Shaked, and a bullet entered the kitchen of a home. No one was hurt. According to IDF data, there's been a sharp rise in the number of shooting incidents. In 2022, there were 285 such attacks in Judea and Samaria, four and a half times more than the previous year. Hamas says that the video it released yesterday, which the group claims shows Israeli captive Avera Mengistu, was filmed in recent weeks. The spokesman for the group made the remarks to the radio station Ashams. One of Mengistu's brothers, Yalau, told Khan he is 99% sure that the person who appears in the Hamas video is his sibling. He said that Avera has changed 100 degrees in the eight and a half years since he has been in Hamas captivity. The prime minister's office has said that at this stage it cannot determine the credibility of the video and that the release is a cynical and disgusting ploy by Hamas, indicating that the terror organization is frustrated and pressured. The video was released on the day of the changeover in the IDF chief of staff, and Hamas specifically makes mention of the fact, stating that the new army chief is assuming the failure of the prior one regarding the return of the missings and captive. More than 90 United Nations member states have expressed deep concern at Israel's sanctions against the Palestinian Authority, which it enacted earlier this month in response to the resolution advanced by the Palestinians requesting an advisory opinion from the International Court of Justice on whether Israel's presence in Judea and Samaria is de facto annexation. The signatories to the statement called for a reversal of the Israeli measures, saying that regardless of their position on the General Assembly's resolution, we reject punitive measures in response to a request for an advisory opinion by the International Court of Justice. Israel's security cabinet earlier this month decided to withhold some tax revenues collected for the Palestinian Authority for the benefit of Israeli terror victims. It also denied benefits to certain Palestinian officials, among other measures. In addition to Muslim and Arab states, the declaration was also signed by several European countries that voted against or abstained from the original motion to request an opinion from the International Court of Justice, including France, Germany, and Italy. Foreign Minister Elie Cohen said the declaration signed by the UN member states is meaningless and will not stop Israel from making the right decisions that will protect its citizens and ensure their future. Nearly one million Israelis, including some 665,000 children, were living in food insecurity during 2021, according to a National Insurance Institute survey released today. 
The Arab community was the worst affected, as well as those who receive income and disability stipends. While a slight improvement was seen since the last report in 2016, food insecurity rates in the Arab sector hit 42 percent, a rate almost three times higher than the general population. The Minister for Health and Interior Affairs, Arya Deri, said that the food security report released today paints a troubling picture that must be addressed. Judicial reform, the Knesset Constitution Law and Justice Committee is continuing its deliberations today on the legal advisor's bill by which the government and cabinet ministers would not be bound by the opinions of the ministry legal advisors. And the Israel Medical Association has called a three-hour strike tomorrow morning at 8.30 a.m. at Soroka Hospital in Beersheba to protest against yesterday's assault on a pediatrician at the hospital. The chairman of the Medical Association said that if the state does not act and accelerate legislation to protect medical staff, the strike could be system-wide. The weather outlook... Warmer, chance of light local rain Wednesday and Thursday will be gradually warmer, becoming unseasonably hot Friday, no change. Maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 13, Tel Aviv 18, Haifa 16, Beersheba 17, and Enelat going up to 22 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, and the Khan English Facebook page.